those who can make you believe absurdities, can make you commit atrocities. Welcome to Metal Matters, a Gimme Radio podcast. I'm your host, Mike Hill, and I'll be leading you on this adventure. We'll be getting into deep discussions about classic records, profiles on up-and-coming bands, and interviews with your favorite artists. You can check out new episodes every week, so be sure to subscribe and never miss out. If you're a fan of black metal, and you're not a fan of Riding Christ, you're slipping. Over three decades, 14 records, and countless live shows, they're definitely the real deal. The band was formed in 1987 by vocalist and guitarist Sakis Tolis and his brother Temis Tolis, who uh, coincidentally plays drums on the records. Sakis joins us for this action-packed episode. Their new record, Heretic, is out on Season of Mist, so check it out. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. If you dig the show, please share it, subscribe, and tell all of your friends. Congratulations on the new record. I spent some time listening to it, and like all of your other records, I think it's great. And um, you know, congratulations on that. And one of the questions I have is, I can obviously hear the death and black metal influences, but I also hear um, you know a lot of gothic and industrial stuff in there. Uh, are you are you a fan of that? Does that stuff influence your writing at all? Not that much, I can't say. Uh, I'm not especially industrial, not at all, actually. Um, but on the other hand, you know, definitely you can um, listen some influences, uh, metal, atmospheric, dark. Uh, influences uh, as always this is actually what we are doing with Rotten Christ every album is a little bit different it's, a, yeah, it's, it's unique and uh, we are inspired from a lovely from fav, uh, mu- musics uh, from favorite um, music styles like for instance First of all, we are metalheads. Yeah. So that means that that means that we we listen except black metal, dark metal, heavy metal, atmospheric metal, everything that is soulful. Actually, uh, since before we get into the record, I was just um, you know the band has been around for over three decades. And, oh yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. let's just for the listeners out there, let me just um, review a couple things. Okay, 1986, Master of Puppets came out. Also, Rain and Blood. The first Danzig record came out in 1988. And Riding Christ started in 1987. So you guys... Let's say 88. 88? Okay. Okay. Okay, let's do that. 88, yes. Okay, so, um, you know, that's basically the the environment that your record came out in. Pretty much black metal and, and death metal, for that matter. We're pretty much uh, in its formative stages, pre, pre, uh, like very, very much before that, those movements really started. So, what kind of stuff? I know that you guys had a grind sort of influence in the beginning. Yeah. So, you know, we had Bathory, we had Venom, you know, with Celtic Frost, we had that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, what what really informed you guys earlier on? 
we were inf influenced by first generation black metal bands like okay. Bathory, Celtic Frost, Hellhammer, uh, even uh, Possessed, Morbid Angel. Uh, that were, were our main influence, influences back in the day, especially Bathory were, and Venom were the bands that made me do that, made me do it. No, it, we didn't have any big goals, any like that was the spirit back in the days. Just we would like to form a band to sound like our, our idols, and maybe one day we'll play one show. After three decades, three decades, more than thirty years, uh, I feel like uh, we have released more than uh, we have released fourteen albums. Yeah. I've uh, played more than 1,500 shows. Definitely, we have fulfilled our dream. But, you know, this is not the spirit. You know, for us, the spirit is to be always here and fight till the last day. We, want, we really want to die on, in the States. We really want to do that until the end of our life. As long as we are in a good health, we keep on going and shouting non-fucking Serbian. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Because, you know, these days, a lot of people have, you know, these ideas about, you know their career and all this other stuff, and that stuff's important. But I think that this is this is the spirit nowadays. This is something that I really don't like, actually. You know, I mean, the new kids are very talented, more talented, better play, players like like us. From uh, it's not like us, much more better players. But you know, they miss something. This is the feeling. This is the spirit. You know, when you form a band and you want to achieve everything in a five years or something, then you, uh, 99% you're going to fail. So this is, this, this is something that we want to pass as a band. We are, I can't say, an old band right now, but um, we try to pass to the new generation, the newcomers in the scene, that metal is not, it's not for fun. It's something very serious, and uh, you must take it very serious. So... And also, so if you want to do that, do, it, do that well. Yeah, and also, yeah. it's more of a lifestyle. I think more more so than most other genres of music. You know, metalheads embrace a certain a certain lifestyle. You know what I mean? Uh, going to shows, going to festivals, buying records, right. wearing T-shirts, all that sort of stuff. You know something? Do you know what is magic for uh, for metal? What's that? I have played all around the world. I have played in every territory you can imagine. I have played. Uh, really everywhere, from Siberia to Ecuador. Uh, do you know what I see? What's that? The people, the people, metalheads, were yeah. the same. It's unbelievable. This is magic. This is magic. Everywhere you go, despite the countries, despite the laws they have there, metalheads are the same, which is, for me, something majestic. I'll have to agree with that. It's, uh, it's always very comforting to see people that you, know, you can relate to when you travel abroad. So, um, with with respect to Greece, you know, there's obviously there's uh, you know other other Greek black metal bands. You know, we got you know Raven Cult, uh, Macabre Omen. Um, why do you think black metal? You know, wh why did it get a, a, a foothold in Greece? You know, because you think of black metal, you think of Norway. You know, maybe Sweden, that sort of thing. But Greece too. We are, we yeah. are very proud. I, I do. I think do. of Greece too. Yeah. Yes, I think Greece too. Actually, don't forget that we have started uh, a really, let's say, strong scene uh, back in the early 90s. Bands like Rotten Christ, like Thou Art Lord, like, uh, like Varathron, like Necromandia. All those bands 
we, we built something very, very strong scene that really surprised the people because it's just one country, little country in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of Mediterranean, and like how these guys uh, could create something unique. We did that. And uh, I don't know what was the reason, but we did that. And uh, we are very proud that this spirit is still alive nowadays. We see newcomers, we see new bands that really keep the spirit. And I'm very proud that all those bands, all these bands come from my hometown. And uh, I feel re really like, all right, I did something. Yeah, the, the Mediterranean uh, has a pretty heavy uh, Roman Catholic vibe, you know, with the, the Vatican oh, yeah. and all that. And now... You know, black metal typically has a, you know, anti-Christian sort of blasphemous, you know, possibly yes, a pagan. So now, you know, being situated amongst the seat of the Roman Catholic religion, has that actually, uh, you know, influenced you guys? Like, exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Maybe that was the reason. Yes. Yes. Now, Greece has a rich, uh, you know, pagan history. And is, you know, oh, yeah. I'm assuming that, I mean, I've, I've read your lyrics and all that, you know, and actually, uh, even, even more ancient, there's, uh, the, the, uh, the, the religion of Zoroaster, Zoroastrianism, uh, yeah. which is probably, I think is like one of the oldest still active religions. And, yes, this uh, comes more from Mesopotamia, more from the Middle East nowadays. Yeah. Yes. Zoroastrian, yeah. So now all of these sort of, do, do you embrace that? Do you like really, um, like that culture, you know, is that something yeah, that's very follow, much? I don't follow this culture actually, but I, I'm really uh, searching for this. I mean, I'm really into mythologies, into cultures, into religions. Even, even if I don't believe, this attracts me. Right. This opened some windows, some doors in my heart, in my soul. And so... I'm really looking for um, all these occult things in my life. You know, I, there is big knowledge there. There is big knowledge there that we, the people, sometimes forget, especially the modern people. Uh, we are trapped, you know, in this, um, let's say, digital uh, era. So we, f we forget about the real knowledge and the real touch with the nature sometimes. So I really try to be as human as possible so okay sometimes i fail like everyone but you know i try and i'm very lucky that i have uh, my, the biggest weapon with me which is my music yeah definitely that's a great way of getting your, your ideas out to to people you know and, and sort of inspiring others too to you know follow similar paths i imagine mm -hmm. um yeah i'm also quite interested in ancient religions and you know the occult and all that sort of business and uh you know several several different not not any one particular ideology but i think that there's a lot to be learned from multiple exactly. cultures you know multiple cultures yes exactly now, do you think that uh with the rise of christianity um that they have sort of not free. no no christianity i know i since i remember myself since I was a kid in the school, I always I felt oppressed from Christianity. Uh, I feel like you must do that. I, lack of freedom, man. So it has nothing to do with my character and what I have chosen in my life. Yeah, I grew up, uh, you know, my, my background is Italian and Irish. So I grew up with a, oh, a really? very strong Roman Catholic upbringing. And oh, you see, yes. Yeah, I always remember just being afraid all the time. <laughs> just uh, yeah, me either. Yeah, me either. 
Yeah, just guilty, you know, feeling like I'm doing something guilty. wrong. Always feel guilty. Yes, always feel guilty, man. It's not good. Not only about Christianity, about uh, Muslims, everything, you know. All these, um, let's say, uh, Middle East uh, religions, including, of course, Christianity, because this is where it comes from. Yeah, too. exactly. Uh, make people feel guilty. Make people afraid to get to be afraid. This is not something I didn't want to follow. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that even as a kid, you know, I mean, my grandmother was from Italy. She had all these like, you know, religious statues in the, um, you know, in the yeah, house. Of course, of course. And, like and it was terrifying, Still, you know, terrifying here. seeing Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that fear um, also when I first started, you know, I first heard Slayer and Metallica, and, you know, Black Sabbath. Oh, yeah. That's that was there was definitely like a freedom associated with that kind of music, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So on to the record. Um, was there anything uh, different you guys did this time around? It's still basically you and your brother, I believe, writing all the material. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Actually, I do compose all the stuff. Uh, my brother plays the drums, of course, and the rest of the guys help very much in the live performance. On the other hand, you know, we recorded uh, like we always do in the same studio here in Athens. We went to the Sweden, went to Sweden, and we mixed up with Jens Borken, the guy that's doing Amon Amar, Creator, Opeth, and all these bands. And that was a very long procedure, actually, especially to compose. This is the album number fourteen, so you can imagine how difficult it was for us. Uh, for me to find something new, you know, I, I think that. Who is going to? I was wondering who is going to pay it about the band that's releasing the album number fourteen. So I had to do something different uh, in the for the composite process. I have to read first and then to write music. So I read all about all those heretics, about the very important sayings during the history of time, and uh, that inf- influenced me very much. Just realized after forty-six years old that I'm quite heretic. The path I have chosen, everything I have done in my life, it was quite against the flow. So I can't, I could call myself heretic. So that's all those sayings, all these big authors, writers, poets influenced me very much to start writing about this book, about this uh, album. Sorry. Now it's an interesting slip when you said book because um, you know I feel like oh, yeah. as as like you definitely spend a lot of time on the lyrics. I mean it's clear, and uh, you know there's yeah, references. Just- all sorts of literary references. Um, you know, you have Milton, you know, Nietzsche, uh, you know. For instance, all... uh, you can say, uh, I was, I mean, always influenced uh, about uh, Friedrich Nietzsche. The word itself is the will to power and nothing else. And you yourself are the will to power and nothing else. Quotes like this made me do that. Yeah, are there, are there any uh, favorite songs on the record that you have? I can't say that. I, I feel every every song like my kids, so I do compose them. Everything, um, it's everything uh, uh, represent uh, every song is something different. I put all my energy there, so I really cannot choose uh, any song. So in black metal, you know, there's like this in general with black other black metal bands. There's like this 
heavy satanic sort of thing. And I, I definitely don't peg Rotting Christ as a satanic band. Um, but however, as 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 uh, recent as last year, you guys got into a little bit of trouble in Georgia over over the name of the band oh, and all that sort of stuff. In Russia too, in Georgia too, in South Africa too. Yes, we very often face problem uh, with our name. You know, people, uh, nations, countries are not that free. Uh, they are not mature anymore. You know, I mean, I don't know what's going on, but the, I have the feeling that the humanity is going step back. No, no. Well, I definitely feel that in this country that our 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 section of humanity is going to step back with, uh, you know, just a lot of the repressed, like even even like on the quote unquote liberal people in this country, they have like a very shut down sort of repressed idea about things. Yes, I have this feeling. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's almost like there's an intellectual dark ages coming. You have the same feeling too? I do, I do. Uh, One of the things... I do too, too, man, and I really worry about this. I mean, we we have been fighting since uh, late 80s about the... About their about freedom, freedom of speech, about their uh, and just to realize the last two or three years, people are getting scared again. Don't know what's going on. I mean, well, anyway, what's interesting? We'll be here, always front line in the battlefield, always front line in the battlefield. You know, fighting, you know, for their um, for freedom until the end of our life, for sure. Yeah, one one of the interesting things here, at least in the United States, is that uh, this repression of the freedom to speak your mind is not coming from the government. It's actually coming from people who just don't like That's what true. you say. And they're making, a, you know, everyone has to apologize and, you know, and people are, are being uh, fired from their jobs and shows are really? being... Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, there there's a big thing going on here where... All you have to do these days, it appears to me, is say something that's unpopular and people can get you fired, essentially. And, uh, yeah, really? that's that, simply as that. Yeah. You know, if there's enough people that, if, if the employer wants to, wants to, you know, believe you, then that's, that's what happens. That's, there's all sorts of news reports about people losing their jobs, like, because they don't, ha- they don't, people have, don't have a contrary opinion to them. And right. it's really sad because, um, you know, back back in the '80s, you know, and before that, you know, we had we had artists like Lenny Bruce, who his whole career, his life, he lost his life basically just over obscenity charges and things like that. And all of that work and effort that these people put into freedom of speech is now being given away, is now being you know undermined by people with opinions and things like that. And I agree, everyone should have an opinion, but. All opinions, I think, should be welcome instead of the one that seems to be the flavor exactly. of the day. If you live support, you live in a country that supports this. You know, what about other countries like Russia, like Georgia? You know, had the problems. Things there are much worse, believe me. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We, we would put in the jail just for one day. Just so we didn't have any charges. Don't know why. Still, I, we're looking the reason, but. Was not a good experience at all. That's a, uh, you know, I'm very much aware of that, and I think that if we don't really pay attention, that might be the fate of this country as well. Is that eventually, no one's, you know, you can't really see say what you want to say anymore. And I think that if we don't, if we aren't vigilant about that, 
you know, it's 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 sort of around the corner. Oh yeah. Okay. So um, the the idea of good and evil seems to be um, a theme on the record, and uh, you know, do you have any any thoughts on that? As far as like the the is the battle of good and evil, and because um, there's several different songs here that seem to be addressing that. Yes, always. This is, there is this eternal uh, eternal fight between good and evil, between heaven and hell, and uh, we do answer this album with quotes, not from our quotes, from quotes and sayings from people, heretic people during the history of time. For the for instance, uh, blessed are the destroyers of false hope. For they are the true messiahs. Cursed are the God adorers, for they shall be swarms here. This is something that Adon Lavey said. You know, uh, or for instance, I do not believe in the greed professed by the church, by any church that I know. My own mind is my own church. This is the answer between uh, for good and evil. Uh, there is always an eternal fight over there. They will always exist. You just see in a different way what is good and what is bad. So, in general, it, it seems that uh, you know organized religion is not really something that you're 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 you know support in support of, and that it's more of a, a personal uh-huh. approach to it. You know something, even from for Christianity, sometimes I read about Christianity as as philosophy or something. But when it comes as uh, organized religion, then, you know, they will definitely fight me against it. You know, it's very sad when people, when uh, someone just explo- uh, exploits someone else's insecureness, uh, the phobias of the people by creating some gods or something. Uh, we want to believe that, that, uh, that we are not this kind of people, this kind of uh, person. So we try to fight this. I think where we went wrong as a as a race or as a people is that uh, you know with with this monotheistic sort of system that we have where yeah, exactly exactly yeah it's very fascistic you know this monotheistic uh, system original system is very let's say fascistic yeah because you're you're not allowing anyone to interpret things the way they want to yeah. you know and I but think... ancient Greeks for instance ancient Greece they got twelve gods. Yeah. which is what was what's more you know opportunity to act more free you know i mean 2500 years before we were more free than nowadays that's that's insane well yeah there you know that's one of the things i often you know think about too is how you know the greek gods were were really just sort of reflections of of humans of people you know and they embodied different characteristics of humans and uh but there wasn't any of the judgment that the, the Christian sort of idea, ideas, ideology sort of put forth. You know, there yes. wasn't this like, you know, sin or, or Ten Commandments or any of this other stuff, you know, rules to live by and all this other way to suppress people. When we say Christians, I'm not only referred about Christians. I'm, I'm referred about all Middle East religions. You know, all these religions, Muslims, uh, Christians, uh, Hebrew and came from the same part of, uh, of, uh, of the world. I mean, the, from Middle East. Yeah, it all, it all grew from there. I mean, you know, it's, it's clear. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. So 
So do you guys have any plans uh, on coming back to the States anytime soon for the, when the record comes of out? Of course. This is our main goal. After releasing the album, this is our main goal, to be back in the States because we really enjoy it being there. It's so the compliment, definitely feel like, all right, it's a good place to tour. Okay, sometimes, not in not all territories, but some big cities, I feel like we really enjoy the shows and we really enjoy the people. The last yeah. time you were here was on the tour at Mayhem, was that correct? I think that was a... And I think, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, Revenge might have been on that too? No, no, uh, Vatain. Ah, what, ah, that's right, it was what, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I was trying to get confused. I feel like Mayhem's over here quite a bit. That was the first part of the tour. Yes. Revenge played the first part of the tour, the first leg of the tour. Yeah, I imagine, uh, was there any controversy on that tour? Like, did anyone, you know, pick at the show or any upset, you know, religious people sort of, was there, I imagine it's a tour like that. Sometimes. Yeah, yes, yes. So it's always like this. But we enjoy this. This is the way we are on the road. <laughs> yeah. Yes. As long uh, as we avoid any very crazy people. I mean, sometimes people are getting crazy. You just get a gun and stuff. I don't know. Have you guys experienced any of that? Any violence or, you know? Uh, no. Violence, no. Almost, almost, yes. But not exactly violence like guns or something. Because, you know, uh, in the United States, people tend to like to shoot guns and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, I see, I see. <laughs> I, I see from news, man. <laughs> what's, what, what's wrong with you guys? You know, I, I sometimes it's funny because, uh, you know, I've, I've been out of the country a lot, you know what I mean? And I, I've been to Europe, I've been to Greece, I've been to, you know, a lot of different places. Right. And when I come back and I talk to people who don't really travel, I try to explain to them that, you know, the United States are a bunch of, you know, psychopaths with the, the amount of guns and shootings and all this other stuff. And even Canada, which is like, Literally from where I am, Canada is like possibly maybe an eight-hour drive from here. It's a completely right. different sort of place. Like there isn't the levels of violence and all that stuff up there. You know, and so I don't know. I don't know what, why. Maybe it's the cowboy mentality that we had, you know, back in the... Maybe, maybe, yes. Yeah. <laughs> cowboy mentality. I'm really... Yeah, all right. Maybe, yes, you're right. I think I am on this one at least. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but thank you very much for taking time and, and talking to me. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be uh, looking forward to seeing you guys back out on the road in the States. All right. As long as we are back in the States, it will be nice to to meet you and sharing a couple of beers. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you know, sharing the same uh, precious music for us. Is, uh, we are First of all, we are fans, and then we are artists. Uh, we enjoy to go to the shows. We enjoy to buy vinyls. We enjoy to be a uh, part of the scene. So we always enjoy to meet people like you, people that keep the spirit alive. So until next time, keep the spirit alive and always non-serve You've been listening to Metal Matters, a Gimme Radio podcast. We'll be back next week. So be sure to subscribe and never miss out. Also, be sure to check out Gimme Radio via web, iOS, or Android for one of the best metal communities in the world. Exclusive interviews and merch and so much more.